Hey, Church UX listeners, it's Ryan Taos coming back at you again with another episode. Um, today, we had our sprint review and retrospective, and just wanted to give you guys a little bit of update about that. Um, again, it's just great to have a process in which it builds in some of this intentional time at the end of a two-week sprint to talk about... Um, not only get to showcase, hey, let the engineers and walk through exactly what they worked on and kind of vocalize that to everyone on the team, but then we we have this thing called uh, what I liked, uh, what I learned, what what lacked, and then what did I long for. And so each of us kind of uh, gets the opportunity to talk into those areas of the sprint and just vocalize that. And what's great about that is not only is there built-in critique, but there's also built-in celebration. And so uh, for those of you who may be doing sprints or anything like that and didn't know that that's a great way to to wrap it up, or maybe you already are, but for those of you who don't do that, um, I just want to encourage you that 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 seems to be really helpful because people don't just need to know what they're not doing well or what the team's not doing well. We also need to know what we're doing right. And if we get enough people who are willing to step up and share, we at the end of it, we were able to identify clearly uh, due to the repetition of like, what was great about this sprint? And then what are some things we really need to highlight and be focused on uh, getting better at in future sprints? And just to be transparent and honest with you guys, uh, the things that were highlighted for our team were the ability to uh, clearly identify the process behind uh, quality assurance. Uh, so, and then when are things done? And does done also mean like put into production, launch, go live? And what do those things look like? And so we kept finding ourselves as a, as a product team uh, <laughs> repeating that, like, okay, if that was done, why didn't we go live? And then what was the process to make sure Whoever needed to be in that knew to push that or to review that, to QA that, who got the final say. Um, and then just what does that process look like in terms of like looking at live production code as QA process? Or is it more of like checking in with engineering and then just kind of eyeballing some certain things? Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know if, uh, if you're on a team or maybe you guys don't even have sprint and stuff like that. Um, but this is really good feedback for you to hear. So that way maybe you can encourage your team to be thinking along those lines. And so, um, again, it just gives us a great frame framework to be honest. And, and I'm looking forward to our team really owning that piece of feedback and, um, stepping into addressing those areas, which I think will just make our products even better. Um, Just a little update on some personal development to encourage you guys as well. Um, uh, Where I work, they allow us some some development dollars. And so um, I really researched a few few things. Uh, Shout out to Cameron Schertz, who is just bringing journaling and planning to our team and leading through that and exemplifying what that looks like. So I recently purchased a productivity planner. Basically, just search that productivity planner. Um, There's a lot of stuff behind it. Um, Been working through that. This is my first full week into that process. It's great. I'll do a a, maybe I'll break that down. I got about another minute before this thing wraps up. 
then I'm also purchased a couple of books to read through. So Hooked would be one of them. Uh, it's about uh, how to build products with successful uh, habits. So infusing a product with habits that make people want to use your product even more. Uh, and then uh, Product Leadership. I forget who, reads, who, who write, wrote this book. Um, I'll try to follow up with that, but it's uh, Product Leadership. I got it on Amazon. Looks like a great read. It's less about the day-to-day, but like the overall concept of what it looks like to lead a product team. And even though I am not a direct leader of our product team, I am a contributor, right? I own a piece of that puzzle. So I think it just helped me in my walk and understanding um, the, the, the whole picture. So just want to give you guys an update. Uh, let's keep this thing going. Uh, I'll try to add to this later. Hey guys, sorry for that abrupt cutoff. Um, I'll go into the productivity planner a little bit more. So it's a, it's a, like an analog journal of sorts. If you've ever had a moleskin, it's, it's pretty much that concept. Um, but what it does is it forces you to think about your, your week. So at the beginning of it, you provide this, um, planning ahead. So what are some big rocks you want to accomplish that week and making sure that you're um, taking time to just think ahead about that and reflect and think into your next week and anticipate those big tasks and those big things that, Hey, if I move these forward, the week would be really successful. And then you use it as a framework to then go to your day to day. And as each day comes, so at the end of the day, you can build in time or at the beginning of the day, you can build in time, but essentially you're going to be preemptive for each day about planning that day out. And they give you five tasks, one most important task, like this task has to get done. If this task doesn't get done today, the day just wasn't worth anything. And then it provides you three, two or three more tasks um, that are like, you can't move on to these tasks without number one being done. And then there's a couple more tasks after that, and you can't move on to that grouping of tasks until that middle layer has been completed. And then to complete each task, so you clearly identify the task, and then you're going to estimate it. And so they give you uh, four or five Pomodoros. Uh, so it uses the Pomodoro method. So if you're familiar with that, you work within 25-minute uh, increments with a five to 10-minute break in between each um, increment. And so you estimate how many Pomodoros is this going to take. Um, so one, two, three, four. Uh, estimate that, and then just plan out the day like that. And then when you come in the next day or you starting to your day, boom, you know exactly what you need to accomplish. You're going to get that first test done and you're going to use a timer, 25 minutes, you're going to set it and then you're going to have uninterrupted focus time to complete that task. And you repeat it over and over again until that task is done. And then you get to write in, hey, did I accomplish that in my estimated amount of time or did it take more? And you fill that in and so on and so forth. And you just move to the next thing. What's really healthy about this and the reason why I'm doing it is um, data wins, right? And so this is a real practical way of capturing your day, um, thinking about your day, being proactive about your day, and not just letting it happen to you. But hopefully what this accomplishes is uh, a backlog in which I can refer to and see opportunities of growth, see areas where um, 
I keep running into ruts or problems or issues and like, okay, so this day wasn't very productive. Why? Allows you to take some notes for that in, in, on that particular day. And so for me, I'm already noticing Tuesdays are days that are just jam-packed with meetings. And so there's this assumption that I can squeeze work in in between them. But really, there's probably an hour's worth of work that was free and unscheduled today that I just, I mean, there's only so many hours in the day. So I'm realizing that unless my schedule changes, I literally have an hour's worth of work of task, of me, something that I can own and push forward, that I can actually get accomplished and, and move forward. And that's good to know how I plan my Mondays, my Wednesdays, and that kind of stuff that just really, they need to be really small, quick task on Tuesdays, and I can probably accomplish those. Um, so already some learnings there. And then at the end of the week, you get to review your week, you get to think about it. Um, there's a spot at the end of every week where you're just capturing weekly notes, I'm able to capture things like, hey, I noticed this awesome thing a teammate did, or hey, here's uh, something that I see that I need to communicate and talk about or consider for next week's planning. All that kind of I capture in that backlog of notes for the week. So again, I just hope that that's a practical insight. So, so maybe some of you are looking at ways to improve your workflow or even understand your workflow and just wanted to share that bit with you, something that I am day two on learning from and enjoying and just wanted to share that bit of knowledge for you guys go on amazon it's like 24.95 for one of these productivity uh planner books so again thank you guys for listening i really appreciate you taking the time out of your days to just um take, spend the five ten minutes whatever i end up uh broadcasting to listen to this i hope you find it valuable love to hear you call in anchor.fm slash church ux love to hear from you guys till then later